Welcome to another episode of the Creative on Purpose broadcast, conversations about finding fulfillment through more meaningful work. I'm your host, Scott Perry, author of Creative on Purpose, available on Amazon, or visit BeCreativeOnPurpose.com to get started with free chapters. Let's meet today's guest. Avitza Baraba, welcome to the broadcast. Please introduce yourself and share a project you're currently working on or excited about. Thank you for having me, Scott. And uh, hello to everyone who's tuning in. My name is Ivica. I'm an entrepreneur from uh, Zagreb, Croatia. Uh, together with five uh, members of my family, I have the pleasure of leading a, a team of 40 people uh, representing a company named PES. PES is a creative workshop for um, bespoke and, and premium promotional products made out of metal primarily. And the project I'm currently very excited about is a new brand that we launched in January this year during a trade show in Paris in Maison Auger. Uh, the brand name is Val, V-A-U. The website is uh, valproducts.com. And Val is a, a premium collection of design objects for home and office. Amongst others, these are desk organizers, bottle openers, candle holders, and each of these products are inspired by a universal symbol that extends through diverse aspects of life, such as nature, geometry, spirituality, and art. Yeah, so um, Avica and I met in the marketing seminar, the, the fourth session. Uh, Avica has just recently reached the last lesson of that, uh, that adventure. We're so proud of him for clearing the, the, the finish line. And uh, I was really, I'm, there were, the fourth session of the marketing seminar just had a fantastic group of people and many of them have appeared on this broadcast this uh, past season and they're all doing great work. But I was very, very struck by this. The work that you do is so aesthetically pleasing and beautiful. And at the same time, it has a practical use. But this attachment of your designs to archetypal kind of uh, symbolism, whether it's geometric or uh, nature-based, is was really compelling to me. And it's one of those things where I might not have seen it unless I knew that it was kind of baked into your design. And once I knew that I could not uns- not unsee it in any of the designs that you shared along the way. Tell, give us a little bit of the origin story about how how that approach to designing kind of everyday household goods came to be. Yes, yes, like uh, vowel items are actually functional everyday objects, and this is something that is very important to us. We did not want to create some design objects that would just just be beautiful and aesthetically pleasing. We wanted to create something that has a deeper layer to it. A layer that we as individuals here in Val uh, care about and have been exploring and are still exploring uh, all the time because we're just very passionate about the whole area of our field of um, getting to know oneself better, getting to know uh, humans better, getting uh, delve deep into something uh, 
which is related to personal development, consciousness, awareness. Uh, so we thought we we thought a way like how could we connect this to what we are already capable of doing and love doing anyways, and that is creating unique metal objects. So I have to have to give a lot of credit here to my sister-in-law. Her name is Maria. She's our head of design, and she is the one, together with her design team, that has created all of these uh, designs. Our intention is to to manifest abstract concepts such as balance or harmony into very real everyday objects. And the idea behind that is to give people, to bring a sense of beauty, timeless beauty and harmony into everyday life, but beyond that to give our audience, the audience who seek to serve the opportunity to own objects or gift objects that would tell a deeper story. I remember, for example, if I may share a story about a recent customer from Belgium who, who posted a beautiful picture of her herself uh, with a product of ours, which is the Ouroboros uh, necklace. The Ouroboros is an ancient symbol of uh, uh, the cycle of life and death, uh, of eternity, which is uh, usually um, it's a symbol that usually shows a, a snake or a dragon that is eating its own tail. So that person, uh, it seemed from her Instagram post that uh, someone, a loved one, she recently lost a loved one, I don't know, a family member or a friend, and, and she uh, posted a beautiful picture of herself with that necklace, mentioning that, that uh, it's important to set our attention, intentions the right way and be aware of our intentions. And I found that a beautiful connection to the deeper layer of the Ouroboros necklace that we thought of while designing, my colleagues from design thought of while designing this object. And uh, this is something that we like to bring out more into the world, giving people the opportunity of owning objects where there is a deeper layer where they can uh, develop a certain level of mindfulness and awareness about setting their own intentions while having a beautiful piece on their desk or at home, at the home decor item, as for example the, the candle holders are, and just uh, enjoy them. I love the what you were just saying about intention kind of having to be preceded by kind of a proper motivation. And that's a, a big element of my work with Creative on Purpose is talk, talking about making sure that we set that we that we are operating from a proper motivation. In other words, it should be generous and it should be inclusive and it should be of of service to others while it also serves and enhances our own lives. And then you have the intention, what you intended to do. And then there's this, I think, even beyond that, kind of an aspirational part of. Um, of creativity is that it's you know should be aspire to be more than just what it is and just like your can opener is more than just a can opener it's a vehicle for telling a story and you've mentioned story a couple of times already it's a it's a very important piece of the marketing seminar process is is becoming better storytellers and telling more compelling stories telling truer stories and telling stories that recognize and are empathetic of um, our own and other people's humanity. So tell us 
um, a little bit about that piece, uh, because I hear in what you've said so far that there's a lot of intention around the storytelling piece. Yes, the storytelling piece is, is, is a, a very important piece uh, for our brand in general, but for us as individuals, it's something that we felt very inspired by uh, through the work that we have been doing and are still doing with our clients, because in our whole business, PES, we help other brands uh, develop and bring to life unique metal objects to, to help that help them tell their brand story and connect to their consumers and audiences. So in part we felt inspired by that to create our own brand vow and tell our own story, the story that we believe in deeply and that we choose to stand for. And vow in that regard has a lot to do again with aesthetics, with uh, beauty, timeless beauty. We do not choose to be uh, a brand that offers trendy products. We believe that too many of those and they're disposed of after maybe uh, one year or two years, a much too short time. We, we choose to stand for products that last a very long time because of sustainability and taking care of, of nature. Um, our storytelling has to do a, a lot to do with uh, spirituality. We believe that we, have, we live in a world that nurtures a certain paradigm which maybe maybe has gone a bit too far in regards to the rational and the industrial uh, mental model. And maybe has lost a little bit of that mystic and that divine and that spiritual that goes deeper than, than just the, the, the rational mind and the thinking mind. And with Val, we like to tell stories of symbols through these objects that ancient cultures that have already had been discovering and believing in and wondering about wonder is a, is a hugely important word for our brand and our audience. So these are some of the elements of our story that, that we'd like to tell. Uh, a lot for the beautiful, for sure, again, the aesthetics, the craftsmanship that goes into shaping metal, but that deeper layer of wonder, of uh, mythology, mystic, uh, symbols of, of discovery and exploring oneself and, and, and life in general is something that, that we want to connect to well. Yeah, and you said this towards the beginning, and I, I really love this about you, the intention with which you go about your design is that your designs are meant to not only connect to our consciousness, but to connect with each other. And you and I at the marketing seminar had a, several conversations um, that kind of revolved around my lifelong interest and affection and study of Stoicism. And that's a very uh, inherent part of Stoic philosophy is that it's, it's, a, it's a philosophy of personal development. It's a philosophy of, um, of, of striving to achieve your potential and deliver on your promise and cultivate your excellence. But it's also a philosophy uh, that makes sure that we pay attention to our social instinct and our social imperative and the necessity to serve others and enhance the lives of others while we're trying to, to enhance our own lives. And you said, uh, you, you talked a little bit about wanting your pieces to you know, not be something that people just hang on to for a year or two and then toss away. And so I'm hearing 
the importance kind of of legacy there that um, by paying really close attention to uh, the purpose of the item, the aesthetic uh, craftsmanship that goes into, uh, you know, uh, uh, creating it, uh, you are striving to uh, make work and tell stories that last, uh, you know, beyond the usual consumer economy uh, type of products that, you know, we buy at, um, you know, department stores or, or just, you know, convenience stores or whatever. Um, any any thoughts on just legacy or, or your intention around that? Yeah, legacy is a good word. I'd like to throw in a few more uh, that we deeply care about. Um, these are, for one, relationships. And that, that has to do with the whole gifting uh, segment. But the, the people we seek to serve are usually people that deeply care about the relationships they have with other people. So that's something that we uh, choose to stand for and we uh, feel very important. It is very important to us as well. Um, another one is the rituals. Uh, we mentioned that the products are functional everyday items. So we believe these can actually be used and uh, our storytelling has to do with that as well in a certain ritualistic way. Meaning that if you have a bottle opener, if you have a letter opener, even such seemingly mundane tasks can be used to have a moment of mindfulness and, uh, and, and be in the present in that moment. And having these stories and these symbols integrated into designs, our goal and aim is to, to uh, remind people so that our products serve them as reminders for that possibility that each moment has that possibility of being mindful and being in the moment in the here and now. And uh, maybe just to explain it through, through a concrete example of uh, the symbolism, because that might be something rather abstract to, to the audience that is uh, listening to us. If they were to go to our website, bowproducts.com, and choose any of the products, let's say the candle holder, they will notice that, that there are two different models of candle holders we developed. One, and both of them actually have a design which uh, reminds us of concentric circles in nature. So if you were to throw a pebble or a small stone into water, there would pull up these, appear these concentric circles. So that's one symbol we integrated into the uh, circular candle holder as the name of the product. And then there is a second one. In ancient cultures, there were, of course, pyramids, and, and there is a, a field of architecture which is called the ziggurat architecture. And in, in this architecture, the, the pyramids always had certain uh, steps, of course, that were leading to the top of the pyramid. And these steps are integrated into the design of the product. Now, in these pyramids, usually the steps would lead to the divine up towards the sun. This is why the pyramids were built towards the sun. And the sun was a symbol for the divine. And that's why, for example, the, these two candle holders, they have a flame inside either a classical candle or a tea light. And that flame inside of the circular candle holder represents that sun or the divine through the flame. So these are the type of stories that we, we integrate into the design and the type of stories we'd like to bring out to the world uh, through our objects and through our uh, storytelling. Yeah, beautiful. Well, 
you uh, submitted a, a video to prepare everybody for our chat today, and you talked about uh, wanting to discuss creating our own universe, and this name of the broadcast is Creative on Purpose, so it's all about creating, and uh, you know, creating the universe, that's probably something we can achieve in 15 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, just something of a you might have to sum up everything that we choose to stand for as individuals who stand behind Mao and what we deeply believe in. It would be exactly uh, these four words create your own universe. And that is based, we do not uh, want to say that we create everything like, like the planet Earth or, or the air that surrounds us. It's not about that. It's about based on the belief that we as human beings, as individuals, have an immense power to influence our reality, our own universe, by the way, how we perceive and interpret everything that surrounds us and is part of us. And that's something that um, we simply believe in very much. We want to integrate into our, our brand, into our products. And that's why we have it as, as our first message on the homepage as well, Create Your Universe, because we'd like to inspire others to develop uh, the skills and the awareness necessary to impact their lives in a positive way. And uh, that has a lot to do with being curious. I think that's the base of that, uh, that, that word wonder that I mentioned before. But essentially be curious and never stop learning because that's something that we uh, strongly believe in and uh, find joy in. Being curious, learning, being observant, and uh, asking the question, it's one of the fundamental questions that we ask ourselves here in Bao. Like, how do we truly know what we know? And this goes back to epistemology that is so rarely being asked Particularly in schools, it's, it's incredibly, um, I'm surprised by that, how rarely that question is being asked. How do I truly know what I know? And what it often comes down to is the worldview, the beliefs that we have uh, grown up with by our surrounding, that we, the stories that we tell ourselves every day about how the world is constructed, how we view the world, and the uh, uh, option to, to develop oneself is to learn how to see the world. I believe uh, Seth Golden during our, the marketing seminar mentioned it, might have mentioned this once as well, and I deeply resonate with that. Like if you change the way how you look at things, the things you look at change. That's a quote by Wayne Dyer. And I really, really like that quote because I I truly believe that that is true, that we have a tremendous power to influence our reality. A book recommendation that comes to my mind immediately is Viktor Frankl. Man's uh, Search for Meaning. Search for Meaning, yeah. It's, it's one of the most wonderful books I've read so far. It's just a, it's just a tremendous story and case about the power of us human beings to create our own universe. Yeah, there's one of my favorite quotes from that book is um, something to do, I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember the exact quote, but um, when when man's 
when you're when you're unable to change your circumstances, then you have the choice to change yourself. Um, and I love what you were saying about the reframing because that's again because of you know my my study of Stoic philosophy, I have adopted this stance that um, what we the only things that we control as individuals are how we choose to see things and or how we decide to see things and then what we decide to do next. So it's, uh, you, you know, any situation or circumstance and Viktor Frankl is living proof of this. Viktor Frankl lived through seven years or so, uh, in all of the worst concentration camps, um, during world war two and emerged not only did he emerge reasonably um, psychologically unscarred uh, and healthy, but within that experience, he did so much good for other people. And he just, he chose to not be defined by his situation. He chose to apply himself uh, very intentionally to, um, you know, maintaining his his virtue and his and and building his character and and serving others and it's uh you know that's there there are many many profound um lessons in man's search for meaning which is a book that's definitely in in my top 10 for for anyone if i may add just one word that comes to my mind while you're describing what he went through the word that comes to my mind is purpose, because it, it's part of your, your brand name. And he found purpose. If he can find purpose in that surrounding, it's a tremendous achievement. And later, once he, he, he left the concentration camp after the war, and I believe he went back to, to Austria. And he, he, from what I can remember, he was a psychotherapist. Mm -hmm. And he developed a global therapy, which had a lot to do with uh, find the things that you can look forward to and uh, find purpose in, so to say. So uh, I see a, a connection there with uh, your work as well, being created from purpose. Yeah, well, Viktor Frankl was uh, a self-avowed student of Stoicism. Stoicism was a, 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 um, an influence and an inspiration for how he approached his experience in the concentration camp and um, informed his uh, development of logo therapy, and it's interesting that Stoicism also was a very important influence on Albert Ellis's uh, rational emotive behavioral therapy that came afterwards, and cognitive behavioral therapy, which is um, kind of uh, more popular now than perhaps REBT, is also mm -hmm. has roots um, in Stoicism, and it's all around this idea of just as you said, it's. Um, because we have control. So I like to say all we can control is the way we see things and what we decide to do next. And people that, that people feel like that's disempowering. Like that's not enough. If we can't control other people and other things, then somehow we're powerless. But actually the, the fact that we can control our perception and our action is the ultimate superpower because it makes us as Viktor Frankl and uh, other examples would be um, Admiral Stockdale who did the, had a similar experience in uh, being um, interred in a Vietnam prisoner of war camp. 
where he was tortured and 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 so forth. You know these these men, and there are, are plenty of examples uh, of others, men and women throughout history, um, that have applied this discipline of you know not allowing others and circumstances to define their humanity. They they cultivated uh, and. One of the things that I, you know, the ultimate trump card is that even when our situation or circumstance is insurmountable, there's no way around through or, or over it or to ignore it, we still always have the trump card of being, of using the experience as, as an opportunity to, to practice the virtues of patience and humility and acceptance um, and and so literally any situation can become a, 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 a chance, an opportunity to, to better ourselves and to, to cultivate our excellence of character, which is, according to the Stoics, all that's necessary to have a sense of flourishing and thriving and uh, as a human being. Um, so we are approaching um, the end of our time together, Avica, but um, so... All of this that we've just been talking about for the last couple of minutes ties into this theme. You're encouraging people to create their own universe because we each have that capacity. We each have this ability to choose how we see and and what we do next. Um, what's what's next for for you and for Bao? Let me just add before I answer that question one small thing because you mentioned the uh, create your own universe. That's of course in, in one part, as all objects are design objects for home and office, so it has to do with home decor and desk accessories. In a certain way, it's quite literally that you create your own universe, you create your own space by using our products. And then there is that deeper layer of uh, the philosophy, I call it, behind Bao, where we uh, that we just talked about. So this is a very literal dimension of bringing a physical, a tactile experience in a more and more digital world to your space. And we believe that the space and all objects for that matter have a certain energy to them and a certain vibration. And uh, that's, that's a very uh, important piece uh, to that uh, story or to that, that essence of, of wow. So, uh, yeah. What is next for Val? There is a lot, a lot going on with Val. The most important thing is that we recently hired a person named Ivona. She joined our team. I'm very, very excited about that. So her and, and I and the rest of our team will be continuing to develop the brand. For us, um, we're preparing to exhibit again at Maison MJ in Paris, which is, will happen take place in, in September this year. So we'll be connecting uh, to current retail partners. These are design item store owners or concept store owners, design item department store um, buyers, and museum retail shops. For example, Centre Pompidou in, in Paris is one of our clients. Um, so we're expanding our, our network of retail partners. And at the same time, we'd like to start investing a little bit more and, and connecting to to the individual buyers that we already have through our web shop. So just to start blogging, have a regular uh, blog. 
and uh, continue to do regular uh, posts about our, our brand on um, Instagram and Facebook primarily. We'll develop new products beginning of next year. We have already started to develop, uh, start the process of coming up with new uh, objects. We are a relatively small company uh, with 40 people, so we do not have whole broad collections in mind. We do a couple of new products each year that we really can pay attention to and develop it in, in the right way. So there will be new products coming out each year for sure. So these are some of the things that, that we are working on and what is next for our brand law. Yeah, so um, and so the best way for folks tuning in to connect with you is through the VAO website. You have an Instagram account. And I'm sorry, was there any other social media that people can? Yeah, so Instagram, it's Instagram.com slash VAO products uh, is the handle for Instagram. VAO products is the, the same handle for Facebook as well. So... Uh, uh, everyone can, can connect with us through those uh, two channels. Um, we have a, a newsletter that we'll start doing. We have not been doing that uh, until now. Uh, we'll be starting uh, that soon, so everyone can subscribe to our newsletter and receive updates and news about new products and events by going to our website and scrolling to the bottom of uh, products.com. Yeah, that's, that, these are a couple of uh, ways to connect with us. Um, with me personally, I, I mostly do LinkedIn. I have a LinkedIn profile. If, if you enter Ivica Barava, uh, you'll easily find me. And uh, yeah, these are some of the options. Very good. Well, I'm sure after this discussion that people are going to be intrigued to, at the very least, check out the the, the look of the designs that you come up coming up with folks please do you will not be disappointed uh the work that avitsa and his team are doing about is really really quite stunning um okay well thanks everybody for tuning in if you're still with us we appreciate your time and your attention please connect with avitsa barava at his website vow.com or at any of the social media outposts that he just mentioned and of course it's always great to hear from you as well at be creative on purpose now, remember the words of Epictetus, learning that does not lead to action is useless. So take some of what you've learned here today and go out there and share your best work with those that need it. It really matters. Avitsa, thanks so much for your generosity in being here and for all the great work that you do. Thank you for having me, Scott. And uh, thank you so much for the generous help during TMX4. It, was, it meant a, a great deal to me. And it, I was not surprised when you later announced that you would be a coach of TMS5 and they made the right choice. I believe it was an easy choice for, for Steph and his team. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate those kind words. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're still with us, we really appreciate your time and attention. Please connect with our guests wherever they live online. And it's always good to hear from you at BeCreativeOnPurpose.com. Now, remember the words of Epictetus. Learning that does not lead to action is useless. So go out there and share your best work with those that need it. It really matters. 